section six of in old plantation days by paul lawrence dunbar this librivox recording is in the public domain the last fiddling of mordaunt's jim when the spirit has striven with a man year after year without success when he has been convicted and then gone back when he has been converted and then backslidden it's about time to say of him that there is the devil's property with his deed signed and sealed all of these things had happened to jim he became serious and bowed his head in the meeting-house a sure sign of contrition and religious intention but the very next night he had been caught winging behind the smoke-house with the rest of the unregenerate once he had actually cried out amen but it was afterwards found out that one of his fellows had trodden upon his foot and that the amen came in lieu of a less virtuous expletive had it been that jim's iniquities affected himself only he might have been endured at least with greater patience but this was not so he was the prime mover in every bit of deviltry that set the plantation by the ears and the most effectual destroyer of every religious influence that its master attempted to throw around it his one fiddle had caused more backsliding more flagrant defections from the faith than had any other invention of the devil that the plantation knew all of parker's pleas and sermons had been unavailing even his supreme exhortation when he threatened the wicked with the eternal fiddling when their souls should be pining for rest and silence and never find it jim was there but he appeared unmoved he laughed when parker broke out fiddle on you sinners fiddle on but the time'll come when y'all want to hear prayer and you'll hear a fiddle when you'll want to sing a hymn and you'll hear a fiddle when you'll be listening for de sound of de angels voices above de noise of earth and you'll hear a fiddle fiddle on sinners but when you hear de sound of jordan a dashin on de rocks when you hear de water leapin and a lashin way up above dem all you'll hear de devil fiddlin for you and you'll follow him on and into de utter darkness where they is wailin and gnashin a teef fiddle on sinner fiddle on dance on sinner dance on laugh on sinner laugh on but i tell you the time will come when dat laughin will be tuned to weepin and de sound of de fiddle shall be as de call of de last trump in your years and jim laughed he went home that night and fiddled until nearly morning pears to me he said to his wife a good fiddle ud be a mighty fine ting to hear as a body was passin over jordan as old parker calls it nem mind jim said mandy solemn and shocked nem mind you and yo devment brother parker right 
and de time gwine come when dat fiddle gwine to be to yo soul as a millstone dat's been cast in de middle of de sea dat'll bring forth tares some fifty and some a hundred fold Never mind all i got to say to you you better listen to de word as it is preached mandy said jim irreverently do you member dat old june ho cone and dig potatoes don't it go long something like dis lawsy yes honey dat's it and before the poor deluded creature knew what she was doing she was nodding her head in time to the seductive melody while jim fiddled and chuckled within himself until the joke was too much for him and he broke down and ended with a discord which brought mandy to her sorrowing senses her discretion came to her though not before parker's white inquisitive head had been stuck in at the door lord sis mandy he cried in dismay you ain't colloguin wid the spirit of the devil too is you lord a mussy pon my soul and you one of de faithful of de flock my soul i ain't been a colloguin wid de devil brother parker said mandy contritely but dat rapscallion he fooled me and got my haid to gwine fo i knowed what i was bout ah uh, ah uh, uh, murmured the preacher jim was convulsed hit show is a mighty funny ligin you preaches brother parker when a one fiddle tune can des mortally lay out all o yo himes parker turned on jim with the old battle fire in his eyes go on he cried go on but i lay you'll fiddle yo self in hell yit and without more ado he stamped away he was very old and his temper was shorter than it used to be the events of the next week followed each other in quick succession and there are many tales none fully authenticated about what really occurred some say that hurt to the quick parker tramped around late that night after his visit to jim's cabin others say that he was old and feeble and that his decline was inevitable whatever the truth about the cause of it the old man was taken with a heavy cold which developed into fever here too chroniclers disagree for some say that at no time was he out of his head and that his wild ravings about fiddles and fiddlings were the terrible curses that a righteous man may put and often does put on a sinner for days the old man's life hung in the balance and jim grew contrite under the report of his sufferings and mandy's accusations indeed he fiddled no more and the offending box as he called it lay neglected on a shelf yes you trying to get good now after you most nigh killed dat old man havin him trompin around in de night a uh, lookin of de yo devilment women are so cruel when they feel themselves in the right he want trompin around after me i ain't never sont for him was always jim's sullen reply tain't no use beatin er bout de bush you knows you been causin dat old man a heap er trouble and many's de time he mought a been in bade takin a good rest if it hadn't been for you cayin on jim grinned a sickly grin 
and lapsed into silence what was the use of arguing with a woman anyway and how utterly useless it was when the argument happened to be about her preacher it is really a remarkable thing how when it comes to woman the philosophy of man in the highest and lowest grades of life arrives at the same conclusion so jim kept his mouth shut for several days until the one on which the news came that parker had rallied and was on the men then he opened it to guffaw this brought mandy down upon him once more i surely don't know what to make o you jim instead o spreadin dat mouth a yon you ought to be down on yo knees a thankin de lord dat brother parker ain't passed over on lef yo niquities on yo soul lord child hush up i's gwine celebrate brother parker's covery jim busied himself with dusting and tuning his neglected instrument and immediately after supper its strains resounded again through the quarters it rose loud and long a gladsome sound what wonder then that many of the young people happy in their old pastor's recovery should gather before jim's cabin and foot it gaily there but in the midst of the merriment a messenger hastened into the cabin with the intelligence that brother parker wanted jim at his cabin something in the messenger's face or in the tone of his voice made jim lay his fiddle aside and hurry to parker's bedside howdy bud jim said parker weakly howdy brother parker said jim nervously how you come on well i's clothed and in my right mind as last bless god been having a little frolic down to yo cabin to-night jim twirled his piece of hat tremulously yes sah we was a kind of celebratin yo gettin well dat is a mighty po' way a celebratin fo me jim but i ain't gwine scole you now dey say dat while i was outen my haid i said haid things about you and yo fiddlin jim and now dat de lord has give me my senses back again i want to ax yo pardon brother parker jim interrupted brokenly i ain't meant to no harm to you it must a been natural devment in me i ain't a blamin you jim i ain't a blamin you i only wanted to beg you pardon for whatever i said when my mind wasn't mine you don't need to beg my pardon run along now jim and act the best you kin so long so long brother parker and the contrite sinner went slowly out and back to the cabin sorrow fear and remorse tugging at his heart he went back to his cabin and to bed at once but he could not sleep for the vague feeling of waiting that held his eyes open and made him start at every sound an hour passed with him under this nervous tension and then a tap came at the door he sprang up to open it and mandy as if moved by the same impulse rose and began to dress hurriedly yes his worst fears were realized parker was worse and they sent for mandy to nurse him in what they believed to be his last hours jim dressed too and for a while stood in the door watching the lights and shadows moving over in the direction of the preacher's cabin then an ague seemed to seize him and with a shiver he came back into the room and closed and bolted the door he had sat there it seemed a long while when suddenly out of the stillness of the night a faint sound struck on his ears 
it was as if some one far away were fiddling fiddling a wild weird tune jim sat bolt upright and the sweat broke out upon his face in great cold drops he waited the fiddling came nearer jim's lips began moving in silent but agitated prayer nearer and nearer came the sound and the face of the scapegrace alone in the cabin turned ashen with fear then seizing his own fiddle he smashed it into bits upon the chair crying the while laud laud spell me and i'll never fiddle again he was on his knees now but the demon of the fiddle came so relentlessly on that he sprang up and hurled himself against the door in a very ecstasy of terror while he babbled prayer on prayer for protection for just one more trial then it seemed that his prayer had been answered the music began to recede it grew fainter and fainter and passed on into silence not however until the last note had passed away did jim leave the door and sink helpless on his knees beside the broken fiddle it seemed ages before he opened the door to mandy's knock brother pocker done dade she said sadly i know it jim replied i knowed it when he died cause the devil come for me and tried to fiddle my soul away to hell and he ud done it too if i hadn't a rassled in prayer jim has you been visited i has was the solemn reply and i'll never fiddle no mo as long as i live there's de fiddle mandy looked at the broken instrument and the instinct of thrift drove out her superstition jim she cried out angrily what you wanna go break up dat good fiddle fuh why you sell it no ma'am no ma'am i know what's in dat fiddle i's been showed and i ain't gwine tempt no man wid de devil's instrument from that moment jim was a pious man and at the great funeral which they gave brother parker a few days later there was no more serious and devout mourner than he the whole plantation marvelled and the only man who held the key to the situation could not tell the story he was only a belated serenader who had fiddled to keep up his spirits on a lonely road but parker's work was not without its fruition for his death accomplished what his life had failed to do and no more moral story was known or told on the plantation than that of the last fiddling of mordaunt's jim End of section six